Being a new mom is hard. We get it. It's easy to feel alone, but we know that's never how God intended it. So we want to welcome you to The Motherhood. If you need professional parenting advice, clinically proven data, or study-based evidence, please let us know where to find it. Because here at The Motherhood, we focus on sharing experiences, offering encouragement and understanding, but most importantly, friendship. We're here to do motherhood together. Welcome back, everyone, to The Motherhood. I'm Bethany. And I'm Riley. And I have to remember that we're recording a video this week, too, because we are debuting ourselves over on the YouTube. The YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, and so because we are recording, if you are watching on YouTube, first of all, welcome to mm-hmm. our debuting episode. But look at our sweatshirts. Fancy, we're so official. But yes, if you're used to just listening to us on Apple or Spotify or whatever, you can now also watch us on YouTube. So we're super pumped to be launching that this week. Um, But speaking of this week, we're covering identity. And we're talking the identity crisis of motherhood. Mm. And you may be wondering exactly what we're talking about in that. So... Um, Riley and I kind of talked about how we think this could kind of go one of two ways. I think that there is kind of this big identity crisis once you become a mother and that you kind of lose yourself because you're caring for this child so much that you kind of like forget to care for yourself and you forget to think about yourself but and there's do things for yourself. But there's also so much good in that identity, which we yes. can touch on both sides later, but. Yes. Yeah. Not bad things at all. But also, I think once you become a mother, there's kind of like these like groups of moms or types of moms that you almost feel like you have to like be a certain type of mom. You can't just kind of like be all the things. You kind of feel like you have to fit into one kind of category of mom. And Riley and I, when we were talking about that, we were like, I know we both mentioned like, oh, there's a crunchy mom, which I think most people know. And then Riley said, there's also soggy moms, <laughs> I mean, which was them? just <laughs> yeah, which was just what the opposite of a crunchy mom would be, I guess. But then you have like your helicopter moms. Yes. What's the opposite of a helicopter mom? What goes a underground? Land, yeah. A gopher Submarine mom. mom. <laughs> a helicopter. Anyways, all that to say, we kind of were like, I think we need to look up what other types of moms are. I mean, there's plenty out there, but... I feel like crunchy and helicopter are like your cliche. Yeah, so we were like, we know those two, but like, what are some others? So we pulled up a quick Google search and thought it would be fun. We're (laughs) very thorough researchers. Everything is just tapped into a Google search bar and we roll with whatever pops up. Like we said, we're not the experts. (laughs) Um, But we literally did a quick Google search of the different types of moms. And one article said there are fancy moms. So this is a mom in her high heels. Her makeup looks perfect. And you want to know where she bought her clothes. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can literally see me in my greasy ponytail and sweatshirt. Oh no, my hair is not even fully dry, but I did shower. So that's a good thing. There's a pajama. Oh, there here I we am. go. There's a pajama mom. She's comfy, cozy, and maybe doesn't match, but she doesn't care. Coffee mom also relate this mom is the envy of every tired parent at the playground because she always has her cup of joe that's also you (laughs) but it does make some wonder says the article is it really coffee (laughs) oh dear uh cell phone mom 
This mama cannot disconnect from her phone, talking or texting or scrolling. Well, that's sad because I feel like I identify with yeah, that some. Yeah. yeah, see, I'm already like feeling like I'm like bits and pieces of this. Do you want to take the next one? Photo-taking mom. So a photo-taking mom is a type of mom that must have full photo albums for every day because she's snapping a picture for every angle, for every step that her little one takes. Could also, also guilty. Yeah, and I was like, could also be confused with the cell phone mom. How do we know the difference? See, being a cell phone mom could be a positive mom. Yeah. And then hovering mom, which is obviously going to be like helicopter, right? Yeah. Yep, helicopter parent. Definition of a helicopter parent. Right there next to your child every step they take. The next one is interesting. A Peter Pan mom. <laughs> Fun, free-spirited mom isn't afraid to slide down the slide. Get sand in her toes while building sandcastles and getting to play at the park. Yeah, I haven't heard that one before. Me neither. And then last few, a loner mom. This is sad. This kind of mama makes no eye contact and never smiles at the other parents. It's clear she doesn't want to be involved even with the smallest of talk. And we like to take loner moms and refer them to the motherhood. <laughs> yes. Welcome. And then there's a super friendly mom. Oh gosh, that's us. <laughs> Uh-oh. What I'm not seeing on this list is the people-pleasing mom because that's what we are also. Um, super friendly moms, type of moms that are quick to smile and say hello, remembers how old your kids are, even their names, etc. And the entourage mom. This mom rolls with at least two other moms wherever she goes. It's hard to tell which kid belongs to whom in this group. I feel like when we go on our walks with like our five friends and all the babies that we could that totally be, be that. Yeah, yeah. That's so see I'm saying like you're like kinda could be like little bits and pieces. I mean, I think obviously this is kind of kind of funny, you know. Right, right. Like, and I mean <laughs> honestly, I don't think you should fit into one type of mom. Yes. It was just like a fun little icebreaker yes. for getting into the topic. But I know, I was kinda like thinking at the same time though, it is I think it's kind of sad that like we do feel like we have to like not have to, but naturally do like categorize moms yeah. into these groups or into these types or whatever it may be. But um, again, I do think there is like a motherhood crisis out there when it comes to identity. So first, I think we want to talk about um, kind of what we asked our Instagram listeners. Um, if you don't follow us on Instagram, you can over at the motherhood underscore moms. We try to do some polls and ask questions to you all so we can get you involved. Again, we're all about sharing our experiences, but also your experiences. So we did a poll this week where we asked a few questions in relation to identity, especially identity as mothers. Um, So the first one we asked was, do you struggle with your identity as a mother? And our responses to those who responded, it was a 60% said yes and 40% said no, they don't struggle with their identity as a mother. Almost 50-50. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is similar to the next question we asked, would you say you identify as a certain type of mom? And we had 41% said yes and 59% said no. I think it's interesting because... I think your answer could also depend on how you perceive the question. Yeah, that's so like very for example, true. do you struggle with your identity as a mother? That can be taken like as a mother, do you struggle with fitting that mold? Mm-hmm. Because I think that your answer could be one or the other and then it could also be different if you read it as do you struggle with your identity like identifying as anything other than yeah, a mother? Yeah. So that's one important thing to note, um, which I think is also maybe why that data could be so close. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But um, I was, I think I was kind of surprised to see for both of those questions that it was almost like a 50-50 split. No, for sure. And where do you think like you fall in those? Um, I, I would say for the first one asking, do you struggle with your identity as a mother? I think I, I would initially say no, I don't really feel like I struggle with that. And when I read that, I guess I read that more to mean like, I think I, I read that even though it asks me as a mother, I feel like I read that as like a woman and a mother. I don't really struggle to balance that in a sense. Um, but I would say that I, I often identify as a certain type of mom or feel like I have to identify as a certain type of mom. How about for you? So I take the question as, and maybe I'm interpreting it wrong, yeah. but like um, we made when it <laughs> comes to struggling with my identity as a mother, I don't think I struggle with my identity as a mother, mm-hmm. but that is my number one primary identity, which yeah. I don't necessarily think is supposed to be yeah. my sole identity, but it is. And yeah. I take so much pride into being a mother that like that is definitely the one that Riley the mom shines through. Yeah. And I don't think I struggle with that. I more struggle with like other identities yeah. aside from being a mother. Yeah. And then um, when it says, would you identify as a certain type of mom? 100% no. Yeah. I think I pick and choose yep. from so many different types that like I literally say every time we have a conversation about it, like, well, I'm kind of in the middle yeah. here, you yeah. know, like. So. Kind of crunchy, kind of soggy. <laughs> right. I'm just like that. The perfect. I'm like the the. Is it Baby Bear who's like, just right? (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just right combination of all the moms. Um, Okay, and then we asked our Instagram followers, how do you feel your identity changed once you became a mom? And we got some great, great responses. So thank you again to all of you who took the time to respond. Um, So Naomi said, you have someone that literally depends on you for their life. That's a lot of pressure. Correct. So, yeah, that can definitely change your identity. You go from, like, just taking care of yourself and worrying about yourself to now literally having to be responsible for another human being. Well, and I I like the emphasis on the pressure because I feel like decisions are so easy for you to say, like, my kid won't do this. They will or will not have that. We won't do screen time. We will only eat organic. Like, all these things. But, like, until you are a mom in that moment mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, we can have this fast food meal or she's not going to eat. And yeah. it's like, I don't know. I just think so many things change. Yeah. But there's so much pressure because, like, you want to do what's best for your mm-hmm. kid. And so that pressure part of that really stood out to me. Yeah. Which I think stresses us out and then leads us down the rabbit trail of comparing with other moms mm-hmm. and that never ends well. Yeah. I know. It's like, I always think or hope that I wouldn't be a mom who did a lot of screen time but it's like yeah until you have had a crazy day and you feel like you just need 10 minutes to eat your food undisturbed you're turning the tv on (laughs) for that um uh Cassidy said I looked at myself as only a mom and so my actions reflected that once I allowed myself to do things without my child I started feeling more like myself she said I still have that mom guilt though and it's so sad that those feelings come with guilt yeah But I know I resonated with that one a lot. I love that she said, like, you know, once you become a mom, you really only look at yourself as a mom and your actions do reflect that. So, And I feel like that ties with my answer to that first question about, like, 
it's almost like I identify strongly as a mom and the other versions of me died in a sense yeah. because I, yeah, I'm, it's so cool to get submissions that you're like, oh yes. my gosh, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. And like when your actions reflect that, like, you know, you're probably only doing things for your child, worrying about your child. Your thoughts are always on your child and not so much on you anymore or even like your partner or, you know, other things in life. And then we also got a comment from Toby that says, I became very needed in wonderful and difficult ways. Mm-hmm. Again, yes. Like, I feel all these so much. And, like, I like how she put needed in quotes. Mm-hmm. Because I think that brings up a good point that sometimes we feel like we're needed, mm-hmm. but it's like, really? Yeah. That could be done without us. Yeah. And not in a way to make you feel like you don't matter or you're not important, but in a way that's like, no, you could, you know, delegate some of yeah. that work and some of that load, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I like that one a lot. Um, next, Lacey said, I don't think mine did so much, but I was surprised by how much I love and am proud of my new title. I love that a lot. Especially because I feel like sometimes we get nervous. Like, Mm. you see those two lines and you're excited, but then it's like, oh, wait, I'm someone's mom. Yeah. And, I don't know, it could be very scary, too. And, like, you can feel very unprepared. And so, I think to see that pride and excitement shine through is, like, super special. Yeah, and to, like, surprise yourself to be like, wow. I'm actually, like, doing this. We're doing it. I'm low-key killing this. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I have a person alive. Yeah, we're doing it. I'll and let you then, take the next one. Jamie says, I'm last on the list to... Ooh. I'm last <laughs> on the list of people to take care of. I know. Of. That one you have to, like, stop and just let that soak in. But it's true. I mean, you think about... Especially, you know, like, you want... Going back to the being needed, you yeah. know, like... You want to make sure that your husband's cup is full and your child's cup is full. And it's like at the end of the day, if anyone's cup is not full, it's your own. Yeah, I I would say that's probably the one I like resonate with the most so far. Because, I mean, that's kind of one of the biggest shifts and one of the biggest changes once you become a mom is that, yeah, I mean, you've lived your life just kind of worrying about yourself up until this point. And then all of a sudden you aren't first in a sense, you know, you really are last. It's, you know, often it's kids, husband, rest of family, other things, other things, other things until I finally maybe have time for myself. So right, that one is so true. And then our last one. And then Sydney said, motherhood is like stepping into predetermined selflessness. The struggle is real, but so is the sanctification. Yes, 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 and yes. So thank you all again to everyone who responded. We love, love, love getting the re- those responses and love getting to shout out to you all and do motherhood together. So with all of that being said and kind of we gave a little bit of our um, personal mm-hmm. views or opinions on it. Do you think that you personally have like had a situation where like you almost experienced a mom like identity crisis, if you will? Yeah, I... In all honesty, I kind of never, or at least I think that I have really yet to struggle with, in a sense, like feeling like I've lost myself since I became a mom. I don't really ever feel like I struggled or had an identity crisis in the terms of like, 
oh, I've become a mom and now I don't know who I am anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely struggle with like the usual things of like finding time for myself and prioritizing myself. But I can't say that I necessarily really struggled with, again, like losing who I am and forgetting, you know, like what I love to do or things like that. I feel like I very much still know what I love to do and like what I'm passionate about. And some of that has kind of shifted and changed once I've become a mom. But again, I think my true struggle is just finding the time to do those things for myself. I would say when it comes to identity as a mother, I probably more so struggle with like feeling like I either have to fit a certain mold Mm -hmm. or feeling like I have to like identify as like a group of moms like for example I would say in my heart I really want to be like a crunchy mom like I want to be like all organic food clean low toxin products whatever all the things a minimal mom that doesn't like have a whole bunch of things and stores all my food in glass containers or whatever but see you're also (laughs) devil's advocate here yes you're not crunchy because and not that you don't do those things and want those things like I mean Bethany literally made homemade rice teether crackers for all of our (laughs) girls one day like you have the in my opinion the good yeah the benefits of a crunchy mom but I think you also have this down-to-earth side where it's like you know what you're not like it's fine if you want to get Archer a Happy Meal too. Yeah, like yeah. Maybe the more practical side of it. But you know it. what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like you also have the grace of, like, a soggy mom. <laughs> Where it's like, yes, I love to eat all organic, or feed my children all organic. We love to, you know, implement healthy practices in our home. Yeah. And we like more holistic approaches to, you know, illness, injury, mm-hmm. all that. But there is a time and place for, for the McDonald's yeah. Happy Meal. Or, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And and I mean, and ultimately I think that is truly what I just want in life is a balance of everything. Like I'm, yeah, I myself am just a practical person. So if something is not practical, I'm not going to implement that into my life. But I do think I just like struggle with like having this ideal and wanting to do it, maybe even at the cost of like, my own identity if that makes sense like I might try to become someone I'm not just so that I can like fit that mold into this mold so yeah I think for me I struggle more so with this side of feeling like I have to be a certain type of mom than I do in the sense that I've like lost myself which maybe it's full circle maybe I'm losing myself because I'm trying to fit into crisis people (laughs) do you know what's, what's crazy though is I feel like I'm the exact opposite yeah So, for me, I feel like I did not know myself until I became a mom. Yeah. And, like, that's where I found my purpose. Mm. Like, I feel like before Indy, I was a wife. Yeah. It's almost like I could have one identity at a time. Mm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, like, I put all my time and energy into Connor. And, like, vulnerable here, you know, like, I I would say I was very clingy. Yeah. Like what do you mean you want to go with for a guy's weekend? <laughs> like, I'm a wife, so when you're not here, what do I, where's yeah, my identity, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that transferred into motherhood, and now my purpose is in motherhood. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't, like, Connor loves to golf. Yeah. And he'll go golf. And when he's done golfing, he's like, you need to go do something. You need to find your hobby. What are you passionate about? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Being here with you guys, yeah. you know? <laughs> 
and like and it's we laugh but it's really kind of sad yeah yeah <laughs> because like i i don't know yeah. like at best i can go get my nails done and spend some money at the mall but <laughs> i could i could blow some money that's who i am and what i like to do but then when it comes to what type of mom am i mm-hmm. i'm not a type and i'm so confident in yeah. that and yeah. i don't feel pressure to be one way or the only pressure i feel is to be the best mom to indy that i can be yeah but when it comes to like are you crunchy are you helicopter like i don't identify yeah. as any of that yeah. you know like i think i'm this weird blend of a lot of different types weird but good I think we need to make like the soggy mama thing and it's like a soggy mom is just somebody maybe who absorbs lots of other pieces of other moms and just becomes a soggy sponge okay but that's not it's not a cute t-shirt we need to (laughs) think of something else (laughs) I'm a soggy mom I don't like melting pot mom we're gonna work on that we'll think of something post it on Instagram anyways so maybe then we could talk next so if this is like an issue in a crisis, maybe we can talk about since coolly enough, we're both kind of have different takes on this motherhood identity crisis. We struggle in different ways. Yeah. yeah. So maybe how would you, how would you then maybe like combat that? We're going to just call it a crisis. Yeah. How would you combat that crisis or what are ways that <laughs> well, I start you're looking at me <laughs> Well, that's because you just asked this question. If I'm honest, I start by crying. <laughs> because Are you going like, to cry now? <laughs> no, I'm laughing at myself right now because I'm not in the crisis right now. Like, if it were the heat of the moment, I'd be like, I just cry. What do I do? Yeah, yeah. But I was going to say, maybe we could just talk about, and not that we have to have the answers, but just process, okay, so. Or even help each other. Yeah. Like, if like you have something that you could suggest. Yeah, that would, yeah. What are some things that maybe we need to, like, shift in our mindset? for our identity I think maybe one way and this is just me like it literally just came to me so this might be silly but like (laughs) almost like you know you do like affirmations yeah almost affirming my other identities like okay you're a mom you are also a friend yeah you are also a daughter and maybe taking some of those other identities and pulling from it so Mm -hmm. for example Mm -hmm. like when I'm feeling some type of way maybe calling a friend or my mom and being like do you want to do something because (laughs) I don't know what to do maybe (laughs) you have an idea just basically not doing it alone you know or like um even like I'm a daughter of Christ so like Mm -hmm. going into the word which again I don't I'm not saying like identity crisis go to your bible and don't worry about your hobbies like but but again, when you go into the word, you're reminded that you aren't just a mom. You are yeah. also so much more than yeah. That. Like a, going into the Bible, like obviously you're a child of God, but like it goes so much more than that. You're a yeah. wife, a mom, a friend, a sister, a neighbor. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, there's so many other avenues to go down, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, <laughs> I feel like that would be kind of a good time to like talk about. Um, you know, how I think we as believers and as Christians ultimately feel that our identity and our worth comes from Christ and just thinking about how Christ created us in his image. So it's kind of funny that we're talking about this this week because um, at work, um, we just started a Bible study together and we're doing a Bible study on identity. And crazy enough, I know, um, but in that study, it talks about even has like 
even as a generation, we have an identity crisis just as like mm-hmm. human beings and that we are all kind of like looking and searching for our purpose and like why we're here. Um, obviously we're narrowing that down to motherhood, but, but I feel like, I'm sorry to cut you off. No. I feel like when you, that's kind of the problem. Yeah, like I, I think mean, I narrow it down to motherhood. And so it's so it, hard for me to identify outside of that yeah, or to like, yeah be outside of that and like think about like you go out with your girlfriends right and like I think about I was not a mother at the time Mm -hmm. but um you were actually (laughs) we were at a friend of ours bachelorette party and we all had on the matching shirts you know bride and babes (laughs) and we were dancing and like I think about going to a bachelorette now and I'm like you are someone's mother. <laughs> you can't be one of the girls tonight. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And I feel like sometimes motherhood is like my greatest pride and joy. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like it holds me back sometimes because I am a mother. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I feel like there, there is danger, for lack of better word, coming to my mind right now. But I think there is a danger in only identifying ourselves as mom. No, and like I thinking 100% like, agree. I am a mom and that's it. I mean, obviously there's like personal effects that has on us. But, you know, I think that's kind of where this like mom shame and mom guilt and everything comes from because we're like only identifying as a mom and not only just a mom, but like this picture perfect standard of a mom. Right. And so when we fall short of whatever that standard is, that's when the mom shame and mom guilt comes and hits us. But I'm actually like kind of feeling some conviction here because mm. what I'm realizing is because I only identify as a mother, I then project that on Connor and expect him to only identify as a father. Whew. Because, I mean, I'm going to be very vulnerable. Like, I have a hard time. Like, when he wants to go out and... Um, so, for those of you who are not familiar with our friend group, which is most of <laughs> which you. Is everyone. <laughs> um, sometimes the guys will want to go for, like, a guy's night, guy's weekend, whatever. And um, then, obviously, they're willing to return the favor. But um, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes that's hard on me because yeah. I'm like, you're just going to leave me with the baby. Yeah. But, like... In this conversation, I'm realizing, like, no, that's important. That's healthy for him to maintain that identity outside of fatherhood Mm -hmm. because, you know, I go back to when I was talking about the bachelorette party. I'm like, well, I'm a mother. I can't do that. So I'm like, well, you're a father. Your days of nights with the guys are over, but they shouldn't be. Yeah. Sorry, Connor. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's so good. And not to say that, you know... Connor or even, you know, my husband, Josh, cause he goes on those two, but like, and not to say that they don't feel like guilty in a sense, but think about as moms, usually how often we would feel guilty mm-hmm. for like taking a weekend away. And you wouldn't fully enjoy yourself because yeah. you would be guilty while you're there. And, but maybe part of that is because we're literally only thinking, well, I am mom and that's it. So how could I step outside of my role as motherhood right. and do something else? And that's not to say you just want to dismiss unhealthy habits that anyone that you know may be doing because, hey, that's their old identity. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. at the at the end of the day, when they have these, you know, guys' nights, guys' weekends, whatever, mm-hmm. they usually go to, like, a cabin or somewhere, and they have a few drinks while they watch play, a sports game. Play Smash Bros. Play some games. Yeah. yeah, and, like, that's a really healthy way to do it. They're not going to bars. They're not getting hammered and, yeah. you know, have women trying to <laughs> flirt with them and stuff. Like, yeah. They're literally chilling with 
our friends too. Yeah. Just just the guys and yeah. like I don't know. I think being friends again. I'm just having my own little therapy session here. But, <laughs> but see, I mean, and this is this is why these things have been so great for us too personally, just to like process through all of the things. So, but how how would you um what was the word like combat like yeah. how how would you handle your particular crisis seeing as it is different than mine yeah and again this is like on the spot here and I feel like this is why we're talking about it because I haven't really taken the time to think about no same. you know like and fighting like, it you know or fixing right the crisis or whatever I think we don't ask ourselves these questions yeah. so hopefully this prompts other people yeah. to then be like wait how can we snap out of this I think um I touched on a little bit just a minute ago about how we started this study at my work too and so it's kind of been good timing but I know like one of the things I'm learning through this study that I'm doing is just thinking about how God created us in his image so though we reflect God imperfectly we do still like reflect his qualities and characteristics so I know there was one discussion question that really impacted me and I started thinking, well, if I, I listed out ways I would describe God. Mm -hmm. So like, holy, mighty, awesome, gracious, kind, loving, faithful, whatever. And then I was like, well, these qualities are kind of true of me too, because I'm created in, in his image, or these are qualities I should at least be like aiming to reflect in my life. But I just thought, what if I thought of myself in the way that I thought of, like, my creator? So, like, what if I... Oh, that's good. What if I started thinking about myself as, like, a perfect creation, holy, mighty, blameless... What if you literally listened to what he says <laughs> To <we> the are? <laughs> Bible. <laughs> no, but... And that might sound silly, but, like... And, again, not to say that I theological tangent i am holy and blameless through jesus christ but again i think you know being sinners we reflect him imperfectly while we're here on the earth anyways so like but still those things are true of me through jesus christ so what if i believed what was true about me that like god says i am how would i live how would i mother if i believed those things to be true so circling back to thinking about how i feel like i need to fit a certain type or mold of motherhood I think for me like when I find myself doing that I need to like convict myself of let's fit the mold of Jesus Christ like let's Mm. not try to be a soggy mom (laughs) like again not that there's bad things about aiming to be some of those qualities but like first and foremost let me try to be the type of mom that Jesus was (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, like, for real, like, what if, what if, again, this is not, I'm going to use you, but yeah, this yeah. is general. Yeah. What if you cared more about that, mm-hmm. about becoming like Jesus and who he says you mm-hmm. are, rather than becoming a crunchy mom and who society thinks you are? Yeah. And, like, what if I aimed to reflect the characteristics of Jesus rather than like the characteristics of a crunchy mom, you know? So like, what if I aimed to be gracious and loving and kind and self-controlled instead of decluttered hippie (laughs) essential oils, you know, again, not that those are bad things, but 
And like, maybe I need to first and foremost focus on reflecting Jesus before I focus on reflecting a crunchy mom. If you are watching on YouTube, <laughs> you're seeing me. If you're listening, I'm just sitting here <laughs> nodding my head like. And this is this literally is all stuff, again, I too am like processing on the spot right now. So hopefully also those are things that like encourage whoever's listening because I think we all are different in how we identify as a mom and all the things. So though it's on the spot, I hope this is stuff that encourages other people to within right. the motherhood identity crisis. Right. And then like, you know, we've also talked a little bit about how like, I just said, we've also talked about how like, you can almost feel like you're getting imposter syndrome oh, sometimes. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I because think... I feel like that particular, like in like the imposter syndrome, I feel like that's a little more so in your wheelhouse yeah. of like the yeah. different types of mom yeah. and how you like struggle to find your niche there. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Cause it's like imposter syndrome is like kind of almost feeling like you're a fake when it comes to mom because you're not measuring up to like almost this ideal mom that's yeah. out there so you're like I'm a fake because I can't do all of the things and be all the things and right and see for me I feel like that's where I don't feel imposter syndrome mm-hmm. but I feel like okay surely you guys know who I'm talking about when I say y'all know Lindsay Girk right yeah on yeah, TikTok and yeah. like the whole get your pink back yes, movement yes love yes, her yes. I want one of those shirts <laughs> anyways tangent always sold out when I but I feel like that get your pink... So if you don't know the story behind it, flamingos, when they have a baby and they are taking care of their young, Mm -hmm. they tend to lose their pink. But as they kind of grow into this new life that they've created and they get the hang of things, they get their pink back. And that's like because all of their like energy and everything is going towards like caring for their young. So it literally almost like drains... The pink, yeah, their color, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so she started this whole get your pink back movement. Yeah. Love it, here for it. And I feel like that applies to both because I feel like me, who Riley was before Indy, mm-hmm. has kind of been drained. And yeah. it's been replaced by this Indy's mom. Yeah. And in some ways, that's beautiful, wonderful, great. My One of my highest callings and wouldn't trade it for the yeah. world. Yeah. But again, I don't know what to do with myself when I'm away from her, you know? Yeah. And so I feel like that is me losing my pink. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like Mm -hmm. for your situation, in trying to fit that mold, you're trying so hard, you're running on that hamster wheel, and you're losing your pink. Mm -hmm. And even though I wouldn't say I have imposter syndrome, I feel like that still relates to both instances we've shared. Yeah. And I feel like you can't be a mom without losing a little bit of your pink. But then I think it comes back and, like, it's an even brighter pink. Yeah. Like, once you find out Fuchsia. what works, <laughs> it's hot pink. Can mine be more like a mauve, though? Like Whatever color you want. Dusty rose. <laughs> You're getting your dusty rose back. <laughs> dusty rose moms. That's what we're going to call it. And I mean, that's so true. That's so true. And I think, I love what you said, that it's like, I think every mom does kind of have to lose a little bit of her pink. I feel like we're like copywriting Lindsay now. We shouted like, her out. Hey, that's, yeah. <laughs> I'm not claiming it as yeah, my yeah. own. I'm just saying I'm here for it. Yeah, but I think there, I mean, truly because there is so much we have to invest in these little lives and there is like a process of, you know, learning to like be selfless within that and everything. And I was also just thinking about how, again, like bringing it back to our identity in Christ, it's like, once you become a parent, 
I feel like you gain this like new level of understanding for Jesus because you think about how we are Jesus's children and then like homeboy is patient, gracious, kind, (laughs) like disciplines well, like I'm like, I, I almost gained so much more of an understanding and appreciation of God because he's a parent too, and he has to deal with us. Right. And so, again, just even as a mom or father, like wanting to model after Christ's example, like in my own life, you know. Right. So I think one of the things that I would encourage you to do after this episode is to really sit back and think about those things, mm-hmm. to be like, where is my identity? Who and yeah. like, if you need to open up a notebook and write out wife, daughter, yeah. sister, friend, teacher, whatever, you know, like do it and then really kind of like look into that because again, like I was saying, I I felt some conviction and some I thought of even like some unfair expectations mm-hmm. on my end, yeah. you know, yeah. and like again, I just really feel like so much good is going to come from that. And yeah. like when you were talking about trying to fit the mold of being who God says you are instead of crunchy mom status, yeah, like yeah. I would just encourage you guys to do that. And yeah, because that, it almost makes me excited to go work on finding yeah. the other pieces of me to get my pink back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it almost kind of takes the pressure off of us in a sense. Like, you know, again, I'm like, I'm excited to like, dive deeper into my identity in Christ and to know that truly like I don't have to deal with mom shame and mom guilt because like that's not from the Lord and I am shameless and guilt-free through Christ so I need to just forget about that stuff amen (laughs) amen and like talking about you know like God as like the father it's one of those things where everybody tells you you're going to experience a new level of love, but mm. you can know that going into pregnancy and motherhood, but until you feel it, you don't get it. Mm-hmm. So I look at Indy and to think, oh my gosh, the love I have for her, his is greater Yeah, for me. Yeah. Like there is nothing Indy could do to make me not love her, and he thinks and that of me. All the more with Jesus. So, so with that, we are going to end on a little quote by our girl, Jordan Lee Dooley. I always read her name like her Instagram, which is kind of funny because she posted this reel literally, I think this week and Riley and I were like, what are we talking about? And so in her little reel, she just encouraged mothers who struggle with their identity and said, we are first daughters of Christ before we are mothers. So just remembering that first and foremost, we are daughters of a king. We are princesses even before we are mothers. So again, we hope there was some encouragement you found. Encouraging. Encouraging. <laughs> encouraging. I hope there was some encouragement in that episode for you. And um, if you feel so inclined, share it with a mom friend. Share it with a regular friend. I think even if you're not a mom, there might be something with identity in it there for you. And again, follow us on Instagram at the motherhood underscore moms. So you can participate in our polls, share your experiences with us and just join an awesome community. And if you are watching on YouTube, we upload every Tuesday with new episodes. We would love it if you guys would subscribe, take a minute to hit the notification bell. So you never miss another episode of the podcast. And until then, we'll we'll see see you guys next time. Later. (laughs) That was terrible. (laughs)
Thanks for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to us, friend. If you felt encouraged by what you heard, please consider giving us a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Unless you hated it, because like your mom always said, if you don't have anything nice to say, you don't say anything at all. And to officially join the motherhood, follow us on Instagram at themotherhood underscore moms. We always have ways to interact and we want to hear from you. Have a great week.